1: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And fortunately, from different parts of the United States, we have some uh, very, very interesting people that we're going to be talking to today. And, you know, I used to think it was a joke, but it's not. We're going to be talking, well, what time of the year is it? We're going to be talking about ice fishing, primarily. So we have... um, now, his business may not necessarily be ice fishing, but his passion is. And he is also, um, I, you know, I don't know semi-professional, semi professional, <laughs> semi. Anyway, he's a songwriter and musician. And if we we're lucky, we'll get a little segment from something he just put together about ice fishing. And we also have Steve Lynch, who was co owner of Pro Cure. Uh, he was just on a couple of weeks ago, but. He was so interesting, we had to bring him back. But what we're going to be talking about today might be a little bit different than what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So, anyway, real quickly, uh, John, would you like to say hi to our audience?
2: Oh, I'd love to say hi to everybody, and I hope everybody's, uh keeps our line wet. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> Keep... Keep the ice off the line? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's it's sometimes hard to do.
1: Yeah, well, you know, what you and I were talking about, and, you know, it's been around for a while, but to me it was like, who the heck would want to do that? Well, we're going to find out why they want to do that and how big it really is. I was talking to you the other day, and I couldn't, I go, wow, I didn't know that. And then, of course, we have Steve, co-owner of ProCure. And if anybody that ever pays attention, ProCure is a company and every time i uh talk to steve i his company keeps getting bigger and bigger i mean you got a facility uh in oregon right right near portland steve
3: Yes, sir. For, okay. at Salem, Oregon, about forty minutes south. I know we're. Of that's course. a
1: capital city. Anyway, we're going to come back in yes, about thirty sir. seconds. But uh, you guys are big. How many? How many? How many barrels of uh, 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 product do you guys put, uh, sell, or, or produce at one time?
3: Well, we we our batches are about, about five hundred okay. uh, okay. pounds. Okay. Okay. All
1: right. We're we com- okay. We're coming right back. We'll talk. Uh, uh, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll be right back with you.
0: Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at costabajaresort.com.
2: All oh, fish, Maple Lake, French Lake, grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Clear Lake, Basil Lake, otter Lake, Goose Lake, gall Lake, Round Lake, Pir lake, lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, Ann Lake, Swan Lake, and Lake of the Woods. Oh, I fish everywhere. You can fish from a boat, or you can stand on shore, or you can use a pontoon with carpet on the floor. You can sit upon a dock.
1: Or Welcome we can to do Fish League. Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and we have some very interesting. People, and when by the time you finish hearing the show, you're going to find out none of the interesting. But they're intelligent and knowledgeable about the world of fishing and particular baits and different types of fishing. We have John Kerkowski, Uh John. Uh, gosh, I'm not really sure i to introduce you. You're a songwriter, you're a musician, you're an ice fisherman as a passion, uh, but you have a construction company. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess you know what we're going to be talking about today is more your passion than your business. Is that right?
2: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, okay. kind of a nut. <laughs> when you list all them, sounds like kind of a nut, John. Well,
1: let's put it this way: um, <laughs> if you enjoy ice fishing, it speaks for itself.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's pretty, pretty much. big here.
1: <laughs> no, I'm talking about being a nut. Yep. Anyway, we also have Steve, Steve Lynch, co-owner of ProCure, that's on the line with us. And Steve, would you just kind of say hi and give a quick idea about ProCure and what you guys do?
3: Sure. Uh, good afternoon, John. And, and we don't call ourselves nuts. We call ourselves addicts. Oh, okay. Uh, we're, addicted, okay. we're addicted to fishing. Okay. But... uh Basically, uh, we take real bait, grind it up, and and press it, either for the true fish oils or for a gel base. So mm-hmm. we have attracted for every species of fish out there.
1: Well, you guys have been around for a while, but every time I talk to you, you keep getting bigger. Um, in your warehouse, how much product do you produce? You know, like what's you know in, in your warehouse? How many? How much product do you have there now, and how much do you produce per month, approximately?
3: Well, well, we have three uh, uh, off-site premises for storage, but, but just depending. I mean, we're we're doing. I hate to throw out real numbers, but but we are we are grinding probably ten thousand pounds a bait a day.
1: Ten thousand pounds a day! Wow. So, in other words, yes. th- this is this is not a somebody that works out of the garage. You guys have been around for a long time, and the reason that we the, we, the,
3: we started it in a garage, though,
1: of course. How long ago was
3: that? Uh, 31 years ago.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you guys are worldwide distributors, so it's the real deal. And you wouldn't get to the size you are if it didn't work. And what I would like to do right now, the subject that we're going to be talking about today is ice fishing. And if you don't mind, we'd like to just do a maybe a one-minute segment that John uh, gave us as a song that he wrote. And uh, let's go ahead and do that real quick and kind of get the flavor in motion. So, uh, okay.
2: Got a new fish house on wheels, and we're pulled out on the ice. hooked behind my pickup truck. Boy, she sure looks nice. Got a furnace with a thermostat, bumps on all four walls, a fridge for some beverages, and carpet wall to wall. Well, it's me and my buddies we're ice fishing for some fun. But we forgot our auger. Boy, that was really dumb. And we even forgot our bait. <laughs> Wasn't it your turn to bring the auger and the bait?
3: Well, I wanted to, but I thought we were going to tailgate this time.
2: Well, I guess we can do that. We're having fun anyway.
3: Well, I thought there was an auger there, but you're going to bring the bait this time. I don't know. Somebody's fault. Yeah. Well, it's, it's cold. all this just sounds yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. We're ice fishing anyway.
7: Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's a bit of an introduction for people that have no clue about ice fishing. But uh, John, we, you and I were talking the other day, you know. And you think of you know, Minnesota, yeah, that's probably you know what else you're going to do in the wintertime, right? You know, either go in your garage and get your gear ready, or go ice fishing.
2: Well, we've got snowmobiling and four wheeling. We yeah. got uh, you can ski. You know, we yeah. got quite a few things to do. But fishing is so big here. You know, I was just looking on the internet. Just for the month of February, there's 78 fishing contests in Minnesota.
8: Wow.
1: Ice fishing contests.
2: Ice fishing contests scattered all over the state. Wow.
1: And you mentioned one of the bigger ones.
2: Yeah, Brainerd has—they call it the largest fishing ice fishing contest in the world—and they postponed it this year because, for uh, two weeks because they only had uh, eight to twelve inches of ice, and the DNR requires fourteen inches when you bring out uh, ten to fifteen thousand ice fishermen.
1: Whoa, ten to fifteen thousand.
2: Okay. Yeah, the night before they go out and drill twenty thousand holes. What in the ice? They have guys, um, several guys that donate their time and they've got 60 ice augers, and if the ice is two feet thick, I think they, what they say, it's three and a half miles ice, you know? So it, it's it's a very big event. I mean, there are the big grand prize is a brand-new Ford or Chevy pickup four-wheel drive. Wow. And I always say up there, when if you got 10,000 people fishing, it's got to be a smorgasbord with bait on their line. It's got to uh-huh. be a smorgasbord for the fish. Uh-huh. You know, but we have several. We have well, one.
1: Give us a give us a little bit of an idea. You, you and I were talking. I hadn't really thought about it, but it's not just in Minnesota. Can um, just in in a couple of minutes, give us kind of a scope worldwide um, in the United States and the other places that we hadn't even thought of.
2: Oh, and I think well, Russia's big. I've seen videos on every day ice fish there. And I'm, I believe I thought they do that in China too. I know China actually sends news people up to the big one in Brainerd when they cover this event. But you know, all through uh, Minnesota, I think you know, the Montana to Maine, uh, Washington, there's uh, people ice fishing. Even, I got a brother-in-law in Colorado, and he's got a cabin in the mountains. and you know, I was talking to him last week and he says he these guys out ice fishing there in Colorado. So it's it's a pretty wide you know in the winter it's it's uh, rela- um, for me it's relaxing uh, whether I catch anything or not it's some, some camaraderie if you go with the guys have a good time and and some of these houses are just unbelievable <laughs> there's fish houses that people the fanciest one I saw the guy told me he paid seventy thousand for it wow. You know, it had a uh, big screen TV. It had a queen size bed, uh, a furnace. It automatically dropped down to the ice. The wheels would pull up. <laughs> you know, I mean, more than I want to spend. Yeah, and that you know, we're, they're not, there's not too many ice fish uh, houses out in the lake this year because we had such a warm fall.
8: Uh huh.
2: So we, up till oh, about a week and a half ago, we only had four inches of ice on most of the lakes wow. around here. Which is, you know, you just want to walk on them. I didn't even take a four wheeler out there oh, yeah. because uh, of the weight. A four wheeler is around eight hundred pounds, and I'm really not into fishing, swimming in the yeah,
1: winter. Yeah. Not, not. What's the uh, obviously, you know, the ice is cold. What's the water temperature underneath the ice?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I've never checked it, but it's in the uh, low forties.
1: Okay. Well, that makes sense.
2: You know, mm-hmm. um, as ice. You know, the mm-hmm. warm water rises from the bottom, and the cool air cools it, so it takes it takes a while to form it. We, but we yeah. didn't have anything below zero right. here until uh, about two weeks ago. We had such a mild fall, but I know the guys are driving in Dakotas. They're driving on the lakes out there, and you have a few cars driving on the lakes or pickups, you know, four-wheel drive pickups. I'm a little reluctant yet with a foot of ice, and you get... You know, 10 vehicles close together, it's, you know, because sometimes you'll, uh, the other day we drove by a lake, there had to be 150 houses in one big clump.
1: And um, we're going to get some more into it. But what are you, and by the way, Steve, we're not ignoring you. And if you want to jump in with a question, that's fine. But we're almost out of time in this segment. Uh, So I don't know if we should even ask you a question about what type of fish you're going to be catching and how do you do it. So let's just save that for the next segment because we've only got about 45 seconds. But real quickly, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And you can listen to it as many times as you want at fishtalkradio.com. And we we'll go back and over and over. We have John Kirkowski and we also have Steve from the uh, co owner of Procure. So we're going to come back and we're going to get more involved in that. So um, pay close attention and listen to it as many times as you want. Fish Talk Radio. Dot com, and it'll be on up there uh, very quickly. So go check it out, listen to it, and there's a lot of information you may have missed. You can go back and do it again. So anyway, we're going to be right back with Fish Talk Radio with Steve and John, and stay tuned.
2: Let's go fishing,
1: Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have some very interesting guests. We have John Kurkowski. If you paid attention in the last segment, yeah, there's about a 30-second segment of one of his songs about ice fishing. So if you're interested in that, you know, we can probably get some more information. He's got a lot of great fishing stuff. He's really good. And then we also have uh, the, well, he calls himself co-owner, but, you know, we really know who's in charge, and that is Steve Lynch from Cure. so that would be dot com. And it's we were talking about ten thousand pounds of uh, ground up fish every day. I mean, these guys are big, and they're worldwide. I mean, obviously, you know, you, that's that's a lot. Anyway, let's go uh, back to where we were, and and if uh John we're talking a little bit about ice fishing in Minnesota you mentioned your brother in uh Colorado and they have some in Washington can you give us a better scope worldwide about ice fishing
2: you know i've watched videos from all over the world that have ice i think anybody gets ice uh, is out ice fishing yeah you know it's um it, the united states is, i think it's probably more Oh, a little nuts about it, you know, especially when you got fish houses at $75,000,
1: yeah.
2: You know, so, because <laughs> I, I haven't seen that as far as the big, big fish houses like that. I haven't seen anything like that on mm-hmm. videos and other, because I check videos out from other parts of the, the country, you know. And,
1: uh, and the world. Give us an idea, of, you know, we hadn't really thought about it, but the Northern Climes um, covers a lot of territory.
2: No, without a doubt and, you know i i would say probably would have to <laughs> have the uh, continents or uh, have some uh, ice at some time you mm-hmm. know have the northern hemisphere
1: so you know some give, give us some countries that that you know that you probably that seems to be becoming very popular
2: well I know Russia's I see a lot of videos on that as far yeah. as Geography, I don't, you know, I don't spend that much time on the yeah. internet looking at it. I, I think you can go to several countries. I, you know, even talked on email, chatted back with uh, France and stuff.
1: Or it's like uh, China, uh, the uh, Scandinavian countries.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I think the northern part where they get in the northern hemisphere. I think mm-hmm. I bet you you did look on the if you look on the internet, people want to see it. it's, it's it's unbelievable how big a sport yeah. this is. Wow.
1: Now, see, well, the thing is, uh, it's popular in Russia. Um, you know, but they wear those, you know, f- uh, furry hats and coats, but they don't need a fire, um, because all they need is vodka, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's kind of the fun of having a nice house yeah. and enjoy a little of that.
1: Yeah. I'm a little suspicious about how serious it is about fishing and how much it's a social event where a couple of guys can get together and, uh, you know, maybe share a beverage or two and sit around the fire and, and tell lies.
2: Yeah, there was a, uh, you know, there's an old saying here, uh, somebody's got to, we're having bottle baths.
1: Bottle baths?
2: Bottle baths, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and yesterday, uh, we, me and you talked a little about politics, and I don't want to get into politics, but they're kind of related with fishing, fishermen, big oh. storytellers.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Liars and storytellers. No, I yes, didn't say and that. there's
2: always <laughs> some suckers on the line, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, they're uh, getting hooked or getting sn- snagged. Anyway, there you go. That's, I hadn't thought about that. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but that's a great analogy. And, you know, again, we're not going to get involved in politics, but, you know, what I find interesting in this particular one is that, you know, politics has gone from more of a, a politics to entertainment.
2: Oh, without a doubt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to ice fishing. Um the uh, what I started to ask is what species in Minnesota or in other parts of the world are uh, are is your target?
2: Well, here we have our game uh, panfish, which are sunfish and crappie. Mm-hmm. They're smaller fish. Now that uh, and our game fish, the other fish are walleye, uh, bass, and northern uh, walleye is kind of like our halibut, you know, or our filet mignon of the fish. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. They don't look like a halibut, but they're very no, tasty. not at all. Yeah.
2: They yeah. look like a seabass. Uh, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, what? Could- what is one of the larger walleye you pulled through a hole?
2: I just pulled a almost a nine pounder through an eight inch hole in 20 feet of water, <laughs> which was a toss on an eight pound line.
1: Yeah, oh gosh,
2: you know, yeah. and you know it was hard getting a snout to come up the nose. Yeah. But there, uh, I've seen guys catch thirteen, fourteen pounders, mm-hmm. and they've also catched northern's uh, or muskies, and those things run twenty five pounds. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I think, the record is like forty five pounds. And
1: whoa, soda. and you pull that through an eight inch hole.
2: Well, some guys use a 10. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. you have a couple of those
8: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, when you get up, your foot will actually slide down that 10-inch hole.
8: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, so I I like an 8-inch hole yeah. myself. Right. Uh just for when you move the mm-hmm. house and you know, a lot of guys run a 10-inch hole, but it
8: mm-hmm.
2: uh you know, it, there's there's people at fish. I had a friend, they just went out to Dakota's, and it was uh, 20 below and they were standing outside fishing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, again, maybe he had some antifreeze with them. but
2: uh, <laughs> Well, I used to do that when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. I actually had a Navy flight deck suit. Yeah. And I would go, you know, these, you're bundled up. These things are wool. They're yeah. for sand on a ship. Right. And at, I, I fish uh, for several hours in a row at, at 20 below
1: you know what um, I gee, do anymore? Like, you know, I like, like fun. keep my <laughs> butt warm <laughs> well I, I, you know I, I hate to say I mean, I've, you know, Baja is something we're interested I got a condo in Cabo San Lucas and to me um, I just soon be sitting in a fighting chair, uh, at 85, 90 degrees, uh, with a cold beverage, and uh, um, just looking at the surroundings, waiting for the reel to start to scream. But you know, there's a lot of different types of fishing everywhere in the world, and of course, you know, the freshwater, trout, bass, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, I guess really, what it comes down to, when it comes to fishing, pretty much anywhere, any time of the year, if you want to, you can find fish.
2: Oh, you know, some of the guys actually call it trolling. They'll go out in the winter, and they'll drill 40 holes. And they just keep jumping from hole to hole. And with electronics, in uh-huh. fact, the other day when I caught that nine-pound walleye,
8: uh-huh.
2: I had my uh, Vexlar and it's a fish locator. Uh-huh. And I was actually on the phone with my wife, and I, I told her, I said, I see something coming off the bottom. If you hear the phone drop, you know I got a walleye. Wow. Yeah, I said that. I dropped the phone. <laughs> great, I, I great, mean, my I bobber that. went down. And I yeah. actually had a bobber on, wow. and it went down a couple feet, and I wow. got this beautiful walleye, mm-hmm. which is already gone. Hey,
3: but, hey, but you know, even though ice fish everybody thinks is super cold, but I tell you what, if the wind is not blowing and the sun is shining, even at zero. It's truly not that cold as long as you've got a good pair of boots. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a
2: doubt, you keep your feet warm, you stay warm all over. And you
1: know, that's that's a good point. Is that uh, the right pair of Sorrells or whatever you've got, you got? Know, and if your feet are warm, and you and your head is warm, that uh, you're pretty much taken care of.
2: Yeah, it's you know you see a lot of guys, but you know we've got such. I bought a insulated. I had a portable house. You just mm-hmm. fold it out. It's kind of like a pop up tent. Mm-hmm. And I. When it got uh, at night, when it cools down, if it gets a ten above, it would get. Uh, it wasn't as comfortable. You'd have to wear a coat. Well, mm-hmm. I bought an insulated one. I and it's. I sit there in my shirt, short sleeved shirt and fish mm-hmm. And in a mm-hmm. in a sled. Fish house that weighs a hundred pounds. It's uh, six by eight inside, and mm-hmm. you can stand up in it. And
8: mm-hmm.
2: it takes me. Uh, I pull it out in the lake. I can pull it out by hand if the ice is shallow, or mm-hmm. with a four wheeler I can move Talk. around. You just. It's so versatile, but mm-hmm. the insulation, I just love it because it's, for me, if I'm sitting out there for four or five hours, mm-hmm. uh, I just have a Coleman lantern or, right. and it heats the up.
1: We, we, we've only got a couple minutes. I want to make a quick comment. Uh, our previous show, we talked to John Prochnow, who is the director of product development. Basically, he's a scientist that works for Berkeley, which is far and away the biggest bait company in the world. And then, of course, Pure Sports owns about two-thirds of the market. But he has his own laboratory. And John is actually the one that invented gulp uh, and power bait. I mean, that tells you something. Well, when he had him on the next week, um, he mentioned that they they're just right now releasing a new bait for ice fishing. So if they're doing that... That means that means it's big, so I just thought that was interesting, and then of course procure. Um, we're going to talk about that, but uh, let's wait. A, you know, we've only got about two minutes uh, before the break, so let's wait until we come back with that, and then um, Steve can talk to us about how to catch fish in cold water, and you know you've got uh, so you, say you got you know salt water, fresh water. And uh, um, hard water. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. And <laughs> well, I'm really interested what? in hearing about Steve's baits for ice fishing. Yeah. I want to get some of them in Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I maybe we can arrange that. You know, Steve's a pretty generous guy. And, hey, you know, if you're doing 10,000 pounds, well, I'm sure he could throw you a few ounces, I would guess.
2: <laughs> that, that, that's, uh, no problem I, there yeah, that's a lot of bait. That's a lot of bait by it. You can actually do some chumming with that, right? <laughs>
8: uh,
1: yeah, uh, but anyway, we got to go, but uh, just real quickly, while we're on that subject, quick answer. We only get about 10, fifteen seconds. How many types of bait fish do you use to produce your product?
3: Steve. Uh, we uh, buy uh, 40, forty-one different baits at okay. Both here.
1: Okay. So and it covers the range. So that's ten thousand pounds a day of forty-one different types of bait fish. Incredible. And of course, the reason you're that big is because it works. And uh, if we get a chance, we well, think so. yeah, well, I know some people that really know what they're doing. And it's, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, my favorite lure kind of thing uh, that you think works. This stuff really does work. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to it as many times as you want. We'll be right back with you with Steve and John.
2: We're all with a fishing problem.
4: Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. bass angler magazine simply brings you more if you want to learn the latest technique start winning tournaments or just catch more bass then bass angler magazine is for you go to www.bassmag.com click on the order link and use the promo code fbr go to www.bassmag.com bass angler magazine bassmag.com it will be the best twenty dollars you've ever spent
1: Welcome rain. back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio and... Man, I'm just getting cold in the studio talking about this stuff. But obviously, the show today is all about ice fishing, and a lot of people that uh, live in the, you know, the more southerly part of the United States, to them, it's like, what? Are you crazy or what? But we're finding out there's a lot more to it than what we thought there was. And we mentioned that uh, uh, Berkeley, one of the largest, most uh, bait. Um, well the I guess the artificial baits in the probably in the world is actually coming out with a new bait for ice fishing well uh, apparently uh, procure has started had started doing this a long time ago, so Steve, would you comment a little bit about you know, about uh, procure and what you 're doing for ice fishing as far as uh, attracting fish
3: sure we, we we about five years ago. We made a, a line of products specifically for ice fishing. Uh, it won't freeze up even at 30 below zero. It stays pliable, hmm. um, so it's kind of like an antifreeze that we're putting in the gel, hmm. but there's it's, without being antifreeze. Mm-hmm. It, it's a non-odored item that just allows it not to freeze up.
1: Oh, okay. The, um, non, the non-odor is, is the additive. Now, is this a dope bait or, uh, you know, it's like a plastic no, bait a, or what is it?
3: It's a gel bait. Okay. So you can put it on if you're using uh, grubs, it, even if you're using Berkeley gulp, you can apply this to whatever you're using and, and it will slowly leach off. So mm-hmm. it will last about 30 minutes hmm. uh, milking out, putting out scent. Hmm. Uh, it's not a bait, but it's, it's to go on your bait.
1: Okay. Uh, well, speaking of that, um, John, <laughs> can you comment on what most people use to catch fish? Do you use uh, uh, just uh, artificial? Do you use hard bait, plastic, dough balls? Or do you actually, you know, what is most effective? Do you actually use uh, you know, a li- lot of people- live, live bait?
2: Yeah, a lot of people stick with the live bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call them fatheads or mm-hmm. shiners or sucker minnows, mm-hmm. depending on what you're fishing. Uh, some guys will jig just a uh, they're Swedish pimples. They call them a little <laughs> lure. They'll <laughs> jig yeah. it for these walleyes. Okay. Yeah, you know I, I'm interested in Steve's. Uh, like, can you smear his bait on a live bait on a minnow, or you put it on a jig that it gives a?
3: It'll go on a jig, and on your live bait, you would use our fish oil. Now, we in Oregon and Washington, we cannot use live bait. Uh, But if if I could, I'd be using our oil and and putting it on the bait.
2: There was years ago, everybody's heard of wd forty. Some of the guys were taking their bait and actually spraying them with WD-40. Right. And And, and uh, that
3: was a... That was a great attraction up until about nine years ago. It used mm-hmm. to be made with cod liver oil. And then the price of cod liver oil went right through the roof, uh, you know, with the health food industry. People using it, you know, in the different vitamins and stuff. So WD-40 revamped their formula and it's no longer made with, with any cod liver oil.
2: You know, not to change the subject, so, but that big ice fishing contest... In Brainerd, where we get the ten to twelve thousand fourteen thousand people, they get people from all over the United States to come out there now, i I would even assume wow. there's people from other parts of the uh, other countries that come there, but I mean they get people from all every uh, probably every state in the united states that 's how big it is
1: wow. Well, anyway, wow. just to just to summarize real quick, I, what Steve was saying, if you've got an old can like it's more than eight nine years old a WD forty, uh-huh. protect it and use it for the bait. That's right. But the stuff you buy That's now, right. but the stuff you buy now is just a solvent and probably do more harm than good.
3: And it's, it's probably, actually illegal. It's illegal to use it as an attractant <laughs> uh, in most upper streams, just because of the heavy petroleum product.
2: Oh, right. I have never tried it. Uh, you know, I know yes. guys that did. I was, yeah. uh, but we have some. You know, a lot of yeah. oh, there's different gel baits and stuff. Right. But, Berkeley baits right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so that's why I'm interested in seeing Steve's. Uh, trying
1: yeah, to- yeah. Let's get back to let's get back to what we we're talking about: uh, baits for ice fishing, and then of course uh, procure. Uh, you've got, of course, you got stuff for everything. I know that um, I go to Alaska every year, and, and one of this I'm far and away the best halibut angler I have ever known. Um, every time I go up with him, and we go out, and he goes, "Hey, John, you know, there's never any guarantees." You know, you don't if we're going to catch any today or not. And they go, so don't get your hopes up. Well, for the last eight years, every day we've gone out, we've got limits. This guy is good. I mean, he knows where to go. He knows how to do it. He's got the equipment. And guess what he uses? You get um, some, you know, normally pink salmon. You get like a, you know, three or five-pound chunk or whatever it is or whatever you got. And then he soaks it with Pro-Cure, and uh, they actually make one that's designed for halibut. And I suspect you guys sell a fair amount of that in Alaska.
3: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, by the gallon. Yeah. you lot the lodges and the guide.
1: Yeah. And. Uh, but uh, but uh, anyway, to try and stay on subject with the, uh, with the ice fishing is interesting. And then um, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but if you don't mind... Um, John, going back a little bit about the popularity of ice fishing. Oh, you know what I want to hear about? I think bring the break. Um, Stephen mentioned that he's actually ice fished in Russia. Would you mind give us kind of a quick overview of what that's like, and you know, maybe other areas close by?
3: Sure, and, and I tell you, I don't. It's identical to ice fishing in Oregon, Colorado, Minnesota. I tell you what, it's two or three or four guys bundled around. Uh, I've done it in an ice shack, and I've done it just out in the open. And all it is is a group of guys wanting to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just, like I said, it's kind of like an addiction. But when you're, when you're out on the ice, you couldn't really tell whether you're in Russia,
8: Sweden, <laughs> oh, okay.
3: or Iceland. I mean, yeah. it's all the same. And they're pretty much using the same products. They're using oh. the Swedish pimples. Um, I've seen them using the Berkeley Gold.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, and, and all the different jigs. You know, they're using mm-hmm. the rubber grubs. So mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much uniform what mm-hmm. they're using.
1: Right. Of course, the other thing we joked about earlier is how do they stay warm?
3: Well, there's if a little if, bit if of are you're you're if, if you're a Russian, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. A little but, bit of drinking going on. You know, the
2: addiction, as Steve said, we're all addicted to fishing. Yeah. Uh, whether it's uh, you're on on the lake or the ocean or anywhere, there are so many people that just love to fish. Mm-hmm. And it's ice fishing is a different type. It's a hard water fishing, but it is uh, a very attractive. Type. It's addicting there too. Mm-hmm. You can go uh, out. Mm-hmm. and you have fun. Well, sure. well I, ha-
1: I haven't sure. done it. I haven't done it, but over the last few years, primarily uh, because of uh, talking to John, I go, "Hmm, that's interesting. Maybe it would be kind of fun."
2: You know,
3: they But a lot of guys think it's a lot of guys think it's really miserable fishing, and 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 yes, if it's a really windy, cruddy day, it could be if you're out in the open. But mm-hmm. the last three years, I've gone up to Alaska. The sun is shining. Uh, even though it's zero degrees or 10 below, you're running around in a hoodie. You know, After you get off your snow machine and you strip that out of your oh, boat, you're so
1: when you quite warm. So when you go up there, you're fishing frozen freshwater then?
3: Correct. Yeah, hmm. uh, I fished at different lakes up in, up in Alaska every cool. year. And my first impression was miserable and being cold. Right. Completely the opposite. Well, a lot of fun.
1: Well, the other um, thing is, Alaska is so big with so many lakes. We probably would have no problem at all finding one that you're the only one there.
2: John, I've actually been Dang out in boat. Yes. I've actually been out in a boat fishing in the fall at 24, 25 degrees. Yeah. Before the water froze, and I didn't mind that at all because if the wind isn't blowing. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got some record bass hmm. uh, out of lakes in the winter. That's,
1: well, or, uh, here's a quick question for you. Um, of course, you know, there's, I don't know, thousands of species. But some fish, um, you know, they, they migrate because they follow the bait with warm water. And it's like uh, uh, the water temperature itself, <laughs> normally when it's cold, they become less active. Is that right?
2: Uh somewhat, somewhat, but they you know they still got to feed mm-hmm. I know our 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 northern walleye and pike mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the fish now our season ends in february because as a as the ice goes out, these uh, fish get eggs in them, and when the water warms up, they spawn uh-huh. so no at the end of Fe- february twenty eighth is the last day for you can catch a panfish, but uh you're you cannot catch the uh, oh
1: really you mean it's it's by regulation you can't it, it ends in the
2: end of february. Oh, out doubt. And I huh. think that's pretty much uh, a lot of states because of the spawning. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't know if you ever see, uh, I saw a creek once, uh, probably three feet wide, six inches deep. And this creek, I could only see 300 feet of it. And there were thousands of fish that were spawning, moving up this creek. It's just like a salmon run.
1: Wow, interesting.
2: And, you know, there were some big – in fact, I okay. grabbed the northern about 35, 30 pounds, and the game morning says, put it oh, down.
1: Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like we're about out of time. But real quickly, if people enjoy this and they'd like to find out more about ice fishing and ProCure – I don't think it's that difficult. Uh, you can reach Steve at Procure, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's P-R-O dash C-U-R-E. So it's not an underline, but Pro and hyphen, I guess, and Cure dot com. Yeah. Easy to find.
3: Or, then, or 1-800-PRO-CURE.
1: 1-800-PRO-CURE. There you go. And, of course, John, he's not in the business of fishing, but I'm sure he'd be more than happy to talk to you about it any time. And he's also an accomplished musician. And if you're interested in listening to some more of his music, uh, what would you suggest, John?
2: Oh, they can go to my website, or i got a lot of stuff on YouTube. Okay. Uh, JohnKurkowski.com. Okay, and you know, if anybody wants to go while he's fishing, yeah. there is several places, resorts in Minnesota. There you go. Call up a reserve; they'll send there you the out a guy, take okay. you to the fish house, cool. supply the bait and everything.
1: There you go. But uh, you also go by Jig and John, right?
2: <laughs> no, well, that's that's my email. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's right. everybody. Oh, I so call myself the so, so Jigger. So,
1: what what would your website be again?
2: Uh, JohnKurkowski.com.
1: Well, K-U-R-K-O-S-K-Y, K-Y, K-U-R. K-O-S-K-Y, johnkrakoski.com. Yep. And uh, if you're interested in hearing some more of his music, that'd be great. Thank you guys very much. You know, we thought ice fishing would be an interesting uh, topic, but I'm impressed.
2: And, and I you. can get a hold of Steve at that sure. number, 1-800-PROCURE. Yeah. Um, yes, you can.
1: Okay. All right, you guys, we got to go. We appreciate that. It was a very interesting and sort timely show. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com.
4: behind the wheel choose shell v power premium gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive shell v power removes an average of 60 percent of performance robbing gunk on intake valves left by low quality premium gasolines and it starts with your very first tank and now you can save big on shell fuels just sign up free for the fuel rewards network program and receive at least three cents per gallon instantly on every fill up for full offer and details visit fuelrewards.com. say that you the best. Never seen you with a fish on head. Got a pole and a big old net.
1: Never seen you get em Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. <laughs> you know, it's so much fun doing this show, mainly because I get to learn so much with all these interesting guests that we have. You know, And I just like, you know, ice fishing. <laughs> Who would want to do that? You know, but I used to I used to laugh that people would actually fish for carp, but it turns out worldwide it's huge. And ice fishing apparently is a lot bigger than I'd realized it was. But even with that, um uh Steve has a company called Pro Cure, which has been around for what, thirty some years, Steve?
3: Yes, thirty one years.
1: And and we we're talking earlier in the show, I go, Well, <laughs> how big are you guys? And I believe you said that you that you grind or process about ten thousand pounds per day. Yes, so that's big. And then you, I think you. And we're to,
3: selling to uh, fourteen countries. Right
1: now. <laughs> and for good reason. Is Russia one of them?
3: Russia is one of them.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, and then. Uh, uh, the And I think you said, was it 41 or 42 different uh, types of bait fish that you
3: use? <laughs> yes, we buy we buy about 41 different baits from across the U.S., mm-hmm. refrigerate, truck it to Salem, Oregon, and then process it.
1: Mm-hmm. So basically <laughs> what you do is you take um, natural bait and process it in a natural way. So you get the scent. In the taste and whatever fish like, and then most of that would go into a like a gel or a liquid or or what different forms does it come in?
3: Well, well, oil. we press it for the oil. Mm-hmm. So, so it's pure fish oil, whether mm-hmm. it's shiner or shad mm-hmm. or minnow or herring, uh, and then we add a, only two things: we add liquid UV to it. So that oh. way the fish can not only smell it, but they can see it. Uh-huh. And then we add a bite stimulant, which just triggers them to feed.
1: I'm sorry, what is it you uh, call that?
3: It, it, we, we we add a bite stimulant. A bite stimulant. Okay. Yeah. Well And then we, we yeah. make it in a gel base, uh-huh. so for anything artificial. Uh-huh. You know, so oh, so in other words on. you
1: got you know, if you're using soft plastics or even hard baits, I guess you just put some of this on it and it uh, it helps to attract the fish.
2: Oh that that's really Call neat it. that it, it's uh you add something on it, uh UV so it, it glows because mm-hmm. there's so many fish uh ta- so much mm-hmm. fish tackle for ice fishing yeah. summer and winter that glows.
1: Yeah. Well, you know the thing is is once you get glow 20, twenty, thirty feet there's almost no light. Um Call anywhere. So yeah, they've something that you know that's easier for them to spot. Uh very interesting stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we only got about a minute left. But uh, uh as far as <laughs> procure, it... Doesn't make any ice fishing. Yeah, you got it. You've been doing it before anybody else did. But if you're looking for halibut, or if you've got soft baits uh, and you're doing some uh, um, blue water big big game fishing, and then of course you know you got your trout and bass. So, and with a variety of stuff that you have, no matter what your your fishing passion is, you need to go to ProCure.com. And find out what you got. And you know the, the prices are very reasonable. And if you use a lot, you can you can sell it in bulk also.
3: Correct. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we make stuff for your calico baths in Southern California, mm-hmm. all the way to the Redfish, mm-hmm. you know, in Florida, Louisiana, yeah, right. and, and everything in between. Well, so if there's a fishery and a, and a fish, people are trying to target. Provided yeah. I can buy that bait commercially. You know, we're open to buying it, drying it up, and showing it back.
1: Okay. Well, Steve, you and I are going to have to go fishing sometime, so you can prove this to me. And then, of course, you know, ice fishing never had any appeal to me. But after talking to John, I, I think it might be fun.
2: And after listening to Steve, I'm all excited about getting an order in for that broke broker. Well, fishermen love anything new that'll attract fish.
1: Well, what it. what it is is that the things that work. Right. Uh, you know, most of the time, lures are designed to catch the angler, not the fish. But anyway, with this stuff really works, I can attest to that. But you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And again, we would like you to go to fishtalkradio.com, listen to the show as many times as you want, and go back over it because you may have missed something.